Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. This is episode 53 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. Last week, we had Eric Giuliani from TravelTall.com share with us his dream to travel the world without using any air travel. We had to cut the episode short just because we ran out of time. However, as promised, here he is for part two, as we ask him about how he paid the bills as he prepared to launch his dream. What was the best lesson he learned from traveling the world without using any air travel and Something happened to him in Vietnam where he was ready to throw in the towel, but he didn't. So we asked him about that. I mean, he's just a great guy. So we're sharing his story with you in case you have something similar. So check out this episode and later on, check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash zero five three. What did you do during that year or two that you were trying to put this whole dream together? How did you pay the bills? How did you pay the electric? Bill? Yeah, good question. So that's what. So I had come back from from my first kind of around the world trip where I flew everywhere I wanted in three months, and I came back to no job. And so I really didn't want to go back to work, but I had to because obviously to get started, I knew I would need some sort of cushion, some sort of money, and obviously this equipment is expensive. So. I just gritted my teeth. I took another job very similar to the one that I had just left. And then I took a second job at night where I was basically teaching online because I have an educational uh, a degree in education. So I took two jobs and then that was to kind of pay the bills. But also I really started to, to downsize. I went from one really nice one bedroom apartment to a small studio. And then I even downgraded from that small studio to an even smaller studio. So by the time I left for Africa, I was, I'm not exaggerating, I had no furniture, I was sleeping on an air mattress, and I was in this really tiny, not-so-nice studio apartment. But I was doing it to save money. I was working two jobs that I really did not like at all. And I was finding time to practice my photography and my film and all of that stuff early in the morning. I would get up before sunrise and I would walk to the beach and that's where I would really kind of build this bond with photography, with my dream, and I would just show up every morning at 6 o'clock and I'd film the sunrise and I would just practice every single morning. And then once I would uh, you know, finish, the sun, finish filming the sunrise, I would work out really quickly on the beach and then I would go to my first job. I'd come home, go to my second job, and then I would finish the night practicing my writing. That's so important, too, for the people that are listening is just, you know, you've got to do what you've got to do, but you've got to make sacrifices yeah. if you really ultimately want to reach something. And then one and thing that you said was you would just show up, you know, show yes. up, get so get up and be there. You know, you set that you had a contract with yourself, essentially, you know, nobody was yeah. going to know if you showed up or not, but you would, you know, there's this great motivational speaker. I'm sure people know him. His name is Eric Thomas. And I always take one thing away from something he said, and it was, he always said that he says, get to the spot. 
And to me, get to the spot was get to the beach at sunrise because something is going to happen if you just put yourself in the position to let it happen, which even if I was getting there and I was taking bad photos, guess what? I was seeing a beautiful sunrise every morning <laughs> exactly. and I was, I was there alone and it was just this like really incredible, almost spiritual experience to be there every morning at the sunrise. And I had never been like that my whole life. I had always slept in. I mm. always slacked off. I always took classes that were uh, in college that started in the afternoon so I could <laughs> sleep because I wasn't passionate about those things. But once that fire was lit, I couldn't wait to get to the beach every morning at six o'clock, you know? And it was a, you know, that's the thing I was going to say. We mentioned sacrifice, but really it actually wasn't a sacrifice. It was like I couldn't wait to downsize apartments. I couldn't wait to wow. get rid of my furniture. I couldn't wait to sell my car because I knew something bigger was, you know, building momentum within me, and it was really getting ready to kind of come out. And so I was really excited about all of those little steps, and I think that's a really big key if people are listening is you've got to really – care about the details, but you've also got to enjoy them. I know people say you have to enjoy the journey, and that's that's a really cliche thing to say, but like, I loved selling my car. <laughs> I loved... <laughs> I loved cleaning out my closet. The very first thing I did when I decided I was going to do this was to clean out my closet. And I thought that was such an important first wow. step because you're making room physically, mentally, whatever, for that new thing to kind of open up. And also less is more, especially in my case. Right now I live out of literally one suitcase and one bag where my camera equipment's in. So I have two bags and that's all I own on this earth. Wow. And it feels great. Like, I feel really free. And for me, it's it's much easier to kind of live that, that simpler life with less things. And neither one of those bags is a wheeled duffel bag, is it? No, the one is, <laughs> yes. One, I do, yeah. You've got to watch the videos uh, to get the full story there. But Yeah, it's funny. I've went through about four duffel bags with wheels on them because... You know, Africa and Asia will just kind of eat the wheels up on <laughs> the video. Bags. Cracked uh, up. I I like, he ditched the double bag. Awesome. I was going to say, when you yeah, started down yeah. this journey, how many of your friends, family, and just probably strangers or whatever thought this was the dumbest thing in the world? You were such an idiot for, for going off in this tangent and you were probably losing your mind or whatever. You know, I think I'm really grateful in the sense that nobody said that because I think they, they could probably see they could see the passion behind it and even though at the beginning I couldn't really explain it to people I think they still could kind of understand it and I think that's really like the beautiful thing about enthusiasm is that it kind of carries over even mm. if somebody's like a little hesitant with kind of what my idea is I think that you can kind of override those things. So I was really fortunate in a sense that nobody ever, you know, said, oh, that's a stupid idea or you shouldn't do it. I think that it was really, it's one of those things that, you know, if it's meant to be, it can't be stopped. And I don't think, I think I have a small circle and I think people knew that, that are in my circle. And so mm -hmm. I've really had a lot of great support for, especially from my mom and dad who are awesome. And then, you know, from my close friends has been really great. And uh, your mom and dad, uh, do you have any brothers and sisters, any siblings? Or No, I don't. I'm actually an only child. Wow, so, that, that's uh, odd for an only child, and then your parents are not freaking out because you're traveling all over the place. To the yeah, parents are yeah. freaking out, just not saying yeah. that. They do, sure. Yeah, I'm sure they, they say, miss she's me still a lot. Mom. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that is the one thing that can be a little bit hard sometimes is you miss the holidays and you miss birthdays and things like that. But, um, you know, they're really great about it. So I, I really appreciate that. So one of the questions that we had for you, and, and you know, we, we always try to 
ask some sort of formal questions, although we mostly want to hear the story. I think we is, threw half your script out the window, though. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It was worth it for this one. Is, is what, and this may be a really hard question, but what is the best lesson that you've learned? Uh, you know, I think, I think if I answered that, it, it's not going to be a conventional answer, but I think, I think the best lesson that I've learned is that it's really good to feel something. And, wow. Because when I was with my old corporate job, right, I didn't like it. And I didn't really feel anything. Like, um, like I said, it was kind of that black and white and gray life where nothing is that vibrant and colorful. And I, and I think it's really good to feel something. And even if that means bad things, like this has not been easy. Going around the world, changing your life, learning all of these skills, I could rattle off. I'm not exaggerating. I could probably rattle off a hundred things that could have stopped me and they would have all been very justified like including a terrorist attack in in kenya which is where i was another one in the sinai peninsula which is where i was um you know i got stuck in siberia um you know i could rattle off a bunch of different things that were bad that that could have stopped me but i think like you just can't run from really difficult times and i've learned that i've learned that it's okay to feel bad and to admit that you feel bad and to admit that when things aren't working and so i get i guess basically the the bottom line is that i've learned to be honest with myself and my feelings because even when things are going wrong if you can strip away all that judgment of oh this sucks this is really terrible whether it's good or bad if you can get away from all that you actually feel alive and that's the difference between my current situation and my old corporate life. Like, I feel bad, and it's really good because I'm feeling these incredible emotions, like the depths of these emotions that I wouldn't have normally felt. You know, I've gone through times where it's been really depressing, where I've been really sad. I had broken up with a girl, and it was heartbreaking. And so I've gone through all of these incredible emotions but I'm really, really grateful because at least I'm feeling those emotions that maybe don't feel so good at the time, but you can really feel them start to course through you and you really feel alive. And to me, that's been like the, the, the best lesson is to not, learn, mm-hmm. to not run from the really, really hard times is that those can also be like the beautiful experiences and that that's where as a person, for me personally, that's where I grow the most. To me, that's what Beyond the Red is all about. It's like getting out there mm-hmm. and feeling something, being alive, right. and feel that emotion. One of the things that uh, whenever people go to your website and they, they start to click on the videos, there's one uh, uh, video that I absolutely loved, and that was the China trip. And, and you talked about giving up. But then in Vietnam, something happened. And, but you never really talked about what happened there. You just talked about something happened. And so and if you don't mind, get into that a little bit about what happened there. You know, what made that a place where you wanted to give up and go home or, or do something different? And uh, yeah, kind of I, what your mindset was. Yeah, sure. I mean, like I said, there's so many bumps in the road. And it, it had kind of been on a, on a string of really bad things had been happening. Russia and China and then into Vietnam were really, really, really tough times, just personally and travel-wise. It was so difficult and so stressful. And nobody spoke English. And my camera was breaking. And, you know, I was just dealing with all of these really long, arduous travel days. Um, and you know, and it's also kind of happened in Australia, so I'll kind of bring it up there because basically I think what happened is instead of, you know, really kind of complaining and focusing on the bad, I don't know, it was almost this magical thing where I really just became grateful 
for the whole experience. And I think that I had gotten away from that. Uh, I wasn't really grateful. I wasn't really nice and kind to people. And I think something just kind of clicked in Vietnam and then also, especially when I got to Australia. And it was just like the gratitude for what I'm doing and just realizing that I'm actually not trying to live my dream, but now it kind of flipped and I'm, I'm living it. And it was just a really magical thing. And I think it all kind of just boils down to, to gratitude. But I mean like a genuine gratitude where I could actually physically feel it in my bones. And I think like I've really only had that experience maybe three or four times in my life. But when you get it, that's kind of like, wow, this is, this is like how you're really, really meant to live. And uh, it's just when everything opens up and everything becomes beautiful and everything is uh, perfect, even when it's not. And, and to me, I guess that was kind of the switch that, that hit at that time. Wow. That, that may be the best answer to that question <laughs> I've ever heard. That, that is really good. I love the fact that it's just so authentic and that's what our, our, our listeners want to hear. And, and I, Jerry and I obviously want to produce is just stories of real authenticity of, yeah. of you know, what you went through. Uh, yeah. One question that that I have that I know I'm going to be asked is is why over land and not air? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use CapShow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into CapShow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash CapShow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Yeah, I think there's three answers to that question because I've been asked that a couple times before. Is basically one is that I I love long road trips. I love to be in a bus or a train and to look out the window and to see the landscape. And I think to me that's just like the best way to travel. It's awesome because you see everything. When I went around the world five years ago, I had flown to different cities. And I feel like cities, although they're different, of course, they are somewhat the same. There's buildings. You've got your kind of your city center. You've got your church or your mosque or your cathedral or whatever. And, you know, cities, for the most part, are somewhat similar. But when you're traveling over land and you're going through and you're seeing this incredible sunset in the Sinai Peninsula that you would never, (laughs) ever see otherwise, or you're, you know, in Uganda on the back roads and you see these incredible children running up to the bus. I mean, to me, that's what overland travel brings that you don't necessarily get all the time when you kind of fly in and out of places. And then also, too, I want it to be different. Like, I do have a travel blog, and I think a lot of people have a travel blog, and it's become a very popular thing. But, you know, I do want to be different. I do want to be unique. That's an important thing for me. And if I'm going around the world over land and somebody else is just flying place to place and writing and filming, to me, um, you know, maybe my story is a little bit more interesting. And it's also a challenge. Like, that's the third thing. Like, it's a really <laughs> – I, I actually didn't know. I had no idea it would be this hard. I, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know what I was even thinking before I left, <laughs> but I had no idea it would be this physically challenging. There's 16-hour bus rides. There's seven-day train rides. Oh, I, was, wow. I was on a cargo ship from 
uh, Sydney to Oakland. That's how I got across the Pacific Ocean. Holy cow. So that was 25 days on a cargo ship. And wow. so I didn't expect it to be so physically and mentally draining travel-wise. But the reward is those sunsets, those incredible right. experiences and people you meet on the road. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's a long answer, but I wanted to, to see the whole world. I wanted to kind of stand out from other travel bloggers, and I, I thought it would be a challenge. It's funny because when I first started uh, watching your videos, I thought of uh, the fact that you were tall, obviously, you know, traveltall.com. But my oldest son is he's about six 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 seven, about 280, 290, big, you know, football player. And uh, one time he got on a plane to go visit his grandparents up in Indianapolis. <laughs> he was miserable. He just thought this is the worst thing ever to be on a plane like this. And I'm hearing yeah. your stories of being on a bus and stuff. And I just thought he would he would turn the bus over. He would lose his mind trying to travel like that. But I love yeah, the fact that the reward was bigger than the, you know, the, the punishment or whatever for going through that. Yeah, I mean, I can assure everybody that I'm never comfortable on any of the transportation. <laughs> like, it's not about comfort. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you have um, motivation yeah, to get extra footage reward. and shots, huh? Yeah, six nine. Yeah, you're it's never the comfortable reward, anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's never it's never a good thing. It's funny because my uh, my I only had I only travel with two pairs of jeans, and I was on a hike in Australia, and my jeans ripped. And it's one of those things where, like, when you're six nine, you can't just go to the store and buy new jeans. You exactly. know, that's so, what he is. So I understand. Yeah, you get stuck with whatever you know you're stuck with, and then you just have to deal with it. So I just kind of zone out on those long bus rides and and just really try to enjoy you know the process as opposed to the cranks. <laughs> so so what's coming up? Where where are you going to go next? What what's your future? Yeah, plans? so I'm in Phoenix now. So I'm going to try to make my way across North America and probably head over to the east coast of the United States. Um, and then I'm probably going to kind of loop down through um, maybe into Central America and then definitely do all of South America. And then I'll have to cross the Atlantic Ocean and get back to where I started, which would be Cape Town, South Africa. So hopefully I can get back to Cape Town within, I would say, about a year, year and a half from now. And then that would complete literally all the way around the world. I would have crossed every continent um, I'm going to try to possibly get to Antarctica. I'm not sure how that's going to work yet, um, but that would be all the way around the world, and hopefully it ends in a year and a half or two years from now. That's great. Well, if you make it down to Corpus Christi, you got a couple of places to stay. We'd love to have ah, you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, we'll breakfast tacos awesome. on us. Yeah, we'll breakfast tacos. <laughs> we'll, we'll show you the third coast, as we call it. You know, we're not the Atlantic Sounds or Pacific, but... But we'll hook you up as uh, we got you got a place to stay if you ever make it down here. I uh, appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, I bet. appreciate that. I would love to. Any uh, uh, last word of advice? Uh, anything you want to just tell people that maybe they're thinking, yeah, but I don't. I'm still. I'm not six nine. I'm not super. Uh, you know, confident. Oh, yeah, I, I don't people, have any of that stuff. What would your advice be? Right. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I've I've met other female travelers traveling in a similar way that I am. So it's not just because I'm a tall man that I can do this, but just travel wise aside, I think, you know, the most important thing you can do with your, with your life is to really figure out who you are 
and to figure out what your dream is and then to pursue it. And so I would really just suggest to anybody, if you don't know what your dream is, to really follow your curiosity, like what Elizabeth Gilbert said, and just do all the things that you're interested in. Tap into what you liked as a child, because I think that has a lot of secrets in it, and that will hopefully open up some doors as an adult. And just do things and forget about how how you're going to make money. Like, I don't ever think about how I'm going to make money doing this, but yet money seems to kind of come in and find its way when I need it. So I think money tends to stop a lot of people. Um, and so don't worry about how you're going to make money doing something. Just worry about doing it and enjoying it because that's something you love to do. And then I would always say just really stick with it. Like what you said, I mean, you have to stick with it. There have been days where I haven't wanted to necessarily do this. There have been really rough times. I could have quit, like I said, a hundred times and every reason would have been justified and everybody would have welcomed me back home with no problem. But you have to stick with it and you have to get that extra gear, whatever it takes to dig deeper and get to know your true self. And, and, and that's really where, you know, the treasure lies. That, that is so good. Just, just pursue your dreams. Don't stop. So what's the best way to kind of get in contact with you, uh, support you, buy your stuff, kind of follow you? Sure. What's the best way to do yeah, that I would love stuff? to. I would love to hear from people that have listened to the podcast. I'd love to know what they thought. Um, so the easiest way is just to go to my website, which is TravelTall.com. Um, and people can email me directly from there. Um, if you go to Instagram or Twitter, mine is just travel tall. And if people want to support me, they can always donate directly through my website, or they could buy the photos that I do sell through my website. Some of my better photos I have for sale. Um, so pretty much just remember travel tall and you can find that on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And then the website is just traveltall.com. That is awesome. And, and of course, the question that's on everybody's mind, are you any kin to Rudy? <laughs> no relation, no. It's going to say you have to get that a lot. Last name, right. I do, yeah. It's funny because you'll get like a you'll get like a random person in, you know, Malawi to ask you that, and you're like, wow, how did you know, you know? Wow, that's, um, that's so, hilarious. yeah, it's pretty interesting. You know, I usually get, do you play basketball? But after that, it's, you know, are you related to Rudy? <laughs> I love the fact that you talk a little bit about being so tall in Africa and how big a deal that is because people see you and just think, you know, there's something different about you. Uh, it probably doesn't help that I have, I've, I actually haven't cut my hair since, um, since I started traveling. So I've grown <laughs> my hair from basically a buzz cut to it's down to my shoulders. And then wow. I also added a tattoo on my forearm in mm -hmm. Thailand. So I literally walk around. I think people are scared of me at this point because <laughs> I have when my hair. I, I look like Godzilla. Uh, so yeah, say dress in black and put on an eye patch. Yeah. yeah, people run from me instead of to me, so I think I might need to change my uh, my attire. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, thank you so much uh, for, for joining us. Uh, this this has been a blast. I mean, we could, we could probably go on for another hour, two hours. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. Uh, I appreciate it, guys. It's been so much fun. I would love to come back another time, and um, I'll be listening in. I was going to say, the first thing we got to do is uh, come up with another time to bring you on here in a couple of months when you've been to a couple of places and just see where you are and what's going on. And I would and, love to. You know, just keep you as a friend of the show and, and, and follow you along. And so, it, again, I would just remind people, if you want to follow Eric, go to TravelTall.com and, and 
connect with him in all kinds of ways and follow the videos and the photographs and, and check out somebody who's living their dream. But then most importantly, go live your dream, whatever it is. And then let us know about that. Whatever you're doing, we want you to be part of the story. We don't want you to copy Eric. We don't want you to live just like Eric. Just go be, live your dream and then let us know what that is. Thanks for joining us. And again, you can find those show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 053. We'll link Eric's website there, as well as many other resources that were brought up during the last two episodes. Also, thank you, Sarah McDaniel, for referring Eric Giuliani to us. He was a great interview to have, and we, we just cannot thank you enough. So if you want to come on board and be our non-paid staff our volunteer staff who helps us find great talent because you just happen to know great people. We're all for that. Thanks again, Sarah. And we'll be back for the next episode of beyond the rut. You know, the best thing I love about cap show is that they have one of the best communities ever as a cap show and myself. I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.